This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started yesterday. And the theme and subject for this week is Pleasing God. We started yesterday by reading from John chapter 8, verses 28, 29, and we'd like to do that again this evening. John 8, beginning at verse 28. When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and I do nothing on my own initiative, but I speak these things as the Father taught me. And He who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone. For I always do the things that are pleasing to him. I want to repeat that. That's the emphasis for us this week. Jesus said, For I always do the things that are pleasing to him. Junie, it's an incredible statement. Nothing he did was on on his own initiative. And Jesus always did the things that pleased the Father. And that is instruction for all of us on how we should be living every day of our life. If Jesus, God himself, incarnated in man, lived this way, how much more should we live in the same manner? I do always those things that please him. And our doing has to come out of our being. So what we do is really an expression of who we are and how much we've allowed Jesus to live his life in us and through us. Are we that intimate with him that we would rejoice when Jesus demonstrates his life through us? Before we acknowledge Jesus as Lord, we sought only to please ourselves. I mean, that's human nature, seeking our own pleasures, doing what we want, when we want, how we want. But as believers in the Messiah, we undergo a dramatic change. We we are called to have a new perspective, a new mindset, a new mentality, basically a new way of living. I guess if we have to find one word to explain it, Junie, how much have we been transformed and how much more transformation is needed in our life? When we look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, we read these words. As he is, so also are we in this world. The question is, are we as he is when we are living in this world. As we conform more and more to the image of the Lord and please the Lord in all that we do, 
we too might one day hear the words that the father spoke to Jesus. This is my beloved son, or this is my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. Who among us would not want to hear these words that we could be so pleasing in the sight of God? Again, we're either going to choose to please ourselves or to please man or to please God. I believe it was Paul who said, if I, if I live and speak to please man, I no longer am a bondservant of the Lord. And there's greater freedom in being a bondservant of the Lord than us seeking our own pleasures. And you know, Shelley, in Psalm 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that needs to become your experience yes, and mine Lord. and every listener. For he, the Lord, desires to give us his life. And Jesus is waiting for us to give him our all that we might be in this world as he was in this world. And Mother Teresa has a prayer. I actually put it in my devotional, The Secret Place. It changed my life. And the prayer goes like this. People are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people might be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give your best anyway, for you see in the end, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. And you know, Jesus, when he walked the earth, always did those things that pleased the Father. And one of his last words when he was our offering on the cross was forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. Yes, so Lord. if we allow his resurrected life to come alive in us, it sets us free to see that what we can't do, he enables us to do through his resurrected you, life in us. So we will be living differently because that's not human Shelley Hallelujah. it's divine yes so it's really an encouragement for us all to allow Jesus's life to be lived through us yes. daily one of the main characteristics journey of Jesus was that he lived in absolute dependence on his father and that is the essence of how we should live so I have a word for all the branches out there. Now, Jesus refers, gives this picture in John 15, that we are branches. John 15, beginning at verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the true vine, you are the branches. And he who abides in me and I in him, 
He bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, Junie, as I was reading it, we can we can relate more to the branch and the vine than too often relating ourselves to Jesus. But what a picture. A branch can do nothing on its own. All it's called to do is bear fruit. And isn't the word of God telling us, you shall know them by their fruit. The more we abide in him, the more we allowed him to lead our life and always do those things that please him. That is the call of every one of us who love the Lord. And you know, Shelley, when we practice living like that, we experience an overcoming life because of what he is. Thank you, Lord. Because we recognize what we're not. And when we look back on our life or a situation or a relationship, we'll always see it wasn't us. Hallelujah. It was he. Yes, Jesus. Who brought us through in victory. Amen. And that gives us more faith to trust him over and over yes. again. You know, Junie, you started that statement by saying, when we practice doing these things, but you know what? Practice is going to make perfect and it won't be practice anymore. It will become a way of life. Let it be for all of us. So uh, we read also in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And 1 John 5, 12, he who has the Son has life. That's what God wants from us, a life that's always pleasing to him. Are we, we need to ask ourselves this, are we utterly dependent on him for our life? What does the word dependence mean? It means getting support or direction from another acknowledging the sovereignty of God. And that's a powerful word, June, sovereignty. He is. He should be the sovereign in our life. We do nothing that we initiate on our own, but we do always those things that please him. You know, it's interesting, Junie. Je- Jesus was also dependent upon the Holy Spirit. He didn't perform one miracle until he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. He cast out demons by the Holy Spirit, Matthew 12, 28. He was offered as a sacrifice by the Holy Spirit, Hebrews 9, 12. And he was resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 8, 11. Junie, if he was utterly dependent upon the Holy Spirit, how much more you and I and every one of our listeners need to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit. That will be a life that pleases our Father. And you know, Jesus was our creator. So even as he came as the son of man, he really knew what power was um, available to him. He didn't choose often to use that power because he wanted to overcome in the flesh as the son of man that he would give us the power to overcome as the son of man. So the Holy Spirit, the Father, and Jesus are one. So there's something about agreeing with God for everything because he knows best, Shelley. And Jesus in the flesh suffered, but he knew 
that he was accomplishing Thank what you, was Lord. written about him. And if we uh, yield to the Holy Spirit and we allow the life of Christ, the life of the Messiah, to be lived through us, we will have the peace and joy that this world Thank has you, no understanding of. Thank you, Lord. And the world is waiting to see authenticity like yes. that, Junie. And it will occur when we live for one purpose, to please the Lord. It's powerful. The more we think about it. Um, let's. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Romans chapter 15. You know what, Junie? I think let's leave this for tomorrow and let what we said and thought of the, you know, just sink into our understanding as well as every one of our listeners. Dependence upon the Lord will speaks of freedom and liberty because he, as you said before, he is our creator. We can't be like uh, the clay telling the potter what to do, but the potter wants us to be so much in him that our life will shine with him. Father, we thank you. We thank, thank you, you, Lord. You're so abundant to us. You're so gracious to us. And we just pray that through the course of this week, we'll see the necessity in all of our lives to do always those things that please you. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.